But let's get straight into it because there is so much on the agenda this morning. And as I said, there is no doubt that the way in which the Northern Territory's two major political parties want to deal with crime are very different. And the Northern Territory government yesterday, will they release their domestic violence strategy, phase two? There's no funding attached to it, but there is that call for needs-based funding from the federal government. This follows their knife crime strategy, which will see de-escalation training as well as education. Two reviews now, uh, one into bail and one into knife crime, have shown that the government, well, they say that they do not need to make legislative changes, that they're evidence-based, and the government feels that there needs to be well generational change and we need to tackle these issues from the root cause. Meanwhile, the CLP says we need to get a bit tougher on crime. They attempted to introduce their own legislation yesterday in an effort to strengthen those bail laws. They didn't have the numbers and the changes were voted voted down by Labor's majority. Now joining me on the line is the opposition leader, Leah Finocchiaro. Good morning, Leah. Good morning, Katie, and to your listeners. Now, Leah, what exactly would this bill have seen if it passed yesterday? So bail is a, is, is a really important issue. What we know in the Territory is that lots of people who are bailed, so they've committed a crime, they are then released back into the community awaiting their court date. And during that period that they are released back into the community, they go on to re-offend. And just to give people an idea, for example, in today's court list, there are 30 people in there for breaching their bail. We know that 55% of youths who are bailed by police go on to commit multiple offences while on bail. So bail counts for a, a significant portion of crime on Territorians. In order to fix that and address that issue of people committing offences while they're out on bail, we tried to pass legislation that would put these criminals on the back foot. It means when they're going to get bail in the first instance, that they start on the back foot, that they have a presumption against bail, and that ultimately it means their starting point is of no bail instead of what it is under the current law, which is a starting point of them getting bail. Leah, will it mean, though, that we end up with more people in jail clogging up the system when they maybe haven't done something that's as, you know, like that's, that's bad enough to actually keep them in remand? No, because this targeted serious violent offenders. So what we wanted is all serious violent offenders to start with a position of no bail because they are the people causing physical harm to Territorians who are becoming victims of crime. And just this week alone, we've seen that horrendous attack uh, on the women in the CBD. Uh, of course, there was the, the knife attack in Palmerston with the mother putting the child in the car. These are daily occurrences happening in people's lives that are absolutely traumatising people and making them too afraid to do the basics like going to the shop or putting fuel in the car, Katie. So crime is a, a very significant issue. We felt that by addressing bail, we stopped that revolving door, which will also better support our police because they won't be out chasing the same criminal they caught the night before. And ultimately, it puts the rights of people to be safe above the rights of criminals. But Labor... Did you consult with the police? Leah, did you consult with the police on this legislation? Yeah, we have been consulting with police for years on bail, and this isn't our first bail legislation to come into Parliament. Uh, the Police Association support our legislation going forward, but Labor feel that uh, they literally used the words, Katie, it was amazing, they said it's not crime prevention. But if you stop someone from being out on the street who shouldn't be on the street 
from committing further crimes, then that absolutely is crime prevention. So we're very disappointed. We heard the calls of the thousands of people who've rallied at Parliament House, the 26,000 people who signed the petition for Samara Laverty, every victim. And the government literally said that we were acting on perception and gossip, that the calls for our community for greater action on crime is nothing more than perception and gossip, which shows just how out of touch they are. Leah, I listened to some of the debate yesterday and the independent member for Malka, Yinya Mark Gaiola, who obviously is out in a Bush electorate, says tough on crime. The tough on crime slogan is no longer what we need. We need programs and tough on crime doesn't work. Is he right? There is no question that we need programs, but ultimately we have to stop people becoming victims right now. And the only way to deal with that is through strengthening the laws and empowering our police. Programs take a long time to come into effect. And I think your listeners, Katie, know that we don't have any time to lose on this issue. It is totally out of control right across the territory. And so we need to address, unfortunately, that pointy end, which is the offending that's happening now. The but fact is, so like now, Leah, I mean, this legislation or the bill that you guys had put forward, rightly or wrongly, has been voted down. Obviously, the government's got the numbers. Uh, they are going through with what they're saying is an evidence-based approach based on their knife crime strategy and also based on their uh, their bail review. They say it's evidence-based. Well, they say a lot of things, Katie, that just aren't true. And I think the reality is we are all living a nightmare that Labor think doesn't exist. I mean, this is a, a bail review that has no funding and no legislative change, a knife crime strategy that has no funding and no legislative change, and a DV review that has no funding and no legislative change attached to it. It is quite literally all talk and glossy brochures. And in the meantime, people can't even go to the shop without being worried that their car will be broken into or they'll be assaulted so as they walk So where to from here? You know, because the, the fact is 26,000 people have signed that petition. The petition's now been debated. Uh, the CLP has tried to enforce those bail uh, changes and they've not been voted up. They've been voted down. So where to from here, Leah? Well, we will keep fighting for Territorians to be safe. It is a number one issue. And just like with Geller at Stomp yesterday, whose staff member was attacked, crime is not just a personal safety issue or a, safe, a community safety issue anymore. It is now a major economic issue. Our shopping centres are spending millions of dollars on security, which is being passed on to retailers affecting small business and passed on to us, the consumers. We have insurance premiums going through the roof, people leaving the territory, which means it's difficult to find staff. It goes on and on and on. The price we are paying for crime is now even so much more than our own safety and the safety of our children and our family. And so this is at breaking point. If the government wants to continue to ignore our community who are desperately crying out to, for, for change, then Territorians will have to vote for change next year so that Leah, we can get the Territory back on track. Leah, I listened, uh, well as I said, uh, I listened to that debate yesterday and I know that a lot of Territorians did. I know that there's a lot of people who are
are incredibly frustrated at this point. We're actually going to be catching up with the victim uh, of that terrible assault on Tuesday afternoon. She's going to be joining us this morning at 9.45. So I know a lot of people are um, going to be really interested and probably quite sad when they hear that interview. But I do want to move along because there are calls again this morning for spit hoods to be banned. We know that the Ombudsman, Will, has released quite an extensive report, 140 pages on the use of those devices in police custody. And the report recommends Northern Territory Police extend a ban on spit hoods to people of all ages, as well as a recommendation prohibiting spit hoods and emergency restraint chairs being used all together. As I said, that report tabled in Parliament yesterday makes a number of recommendations. Leah, should they be banned? Absolutely not. This is... I honestly sometimes wonder what kind of world we live in where we have people calling for a disempowerment of our police to be able to protect themselves from people who spit at them. I have a very good recommendation for criminals. Don't bite your tongue and then spit blood and saliva in the face of cops. Then you won't have to wear a spit hood. This is just craziness at its best, Katie. We need to be making sure our police are protected from vile and disgusting acts and stop putting the rights of criminals to destroy other people's lives above the rights of people to be safe. Leah, I think that advice is uh, is very good advice and I reckon there's a lot of people that would agree with you. You know, if you don't want to have a spit hood, don't spit on somebody. Don't it's spit. pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Now, <laughs> pretty um, simple, Kate. It I is. Mean, now, I do just want to... It makes sense to me as well. Now, I do just want to ask you, uh, The Voice, we know that it's now... Uh, that vote is happening on October 16. Are you going to be campaigning for the no vote? No, I've been very clear right from the start that either way I wouldn't be campaigning. I will be voting no um, personally because I don't believe that there's adequate information that I'm really concerned about the Territory being uh, pushed around by the big states who will have much bigger representation on a voice than the Territory and I think that's going to slow down progress for us and just delay things that need to be done. So that's why I'm voting no and I encourage everyone to get as much information as they can and uh, make their own informed decision. But it's good to see a date is set and um, uh, what will be, will be. Leah Finocchiaro, the opposition leader, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Take care, everyone. Thank you.